podcast where we start out talking about something, something. and we end up talking about nothing. nothing. <laughs> 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 I've been getting the hands in. Spooky I know, hands. yeah, it's like you can't hear the hand oh, motions. You can't hear my hand motions, but they're spooky. <laughs> They are. They're freaking me out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, welcome to ADD Popcast. Okay, my name is Blake Hardenegrich. I'm Alex Bowman. And this is our show we put together for you. We talk about movies and stuff. We watch those kids. Or spooky ones. We'll get into those later. Oh, yeah. The real spooky movie We have one. big plans. Oh, we totally do. And this <laughs> is like a little... T- I feel like it's a little taste. Yeah. A little taste of spookiness. But... We watched them. We watched these movies from when we were kids, and we watch them as adults now, which we, which is what we are. I'll have you know. I'm getting really defensive about this. I know. I know. I'm getting real defensive. I'm. I've had it up to here, listener. We're adults. Yeah. We can. We can prove it. (laughs) I've got a license that says so. (laughs) You do. I forgot to get mine renewed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, I did that too. I was driving around for a long time with a fucking. Without an adult license? And without an adult license. They're like, you can't drive, you're not an adult. You're a kid. You're a baby. Like, I'm a little baby driving a <laughs> And I'm we watch them. a little baby I'm driving a, baby. a car. Surprised <laughs> <laughs> never, never got pulled over. But yeah. I, I, I didn't, it didn't happen when I was a little baby driving a car. <laughs> oh so that's what we do on this program. See ya. This is the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's. I think I thoroughly explained it. I'm yeah. a baby. <laughs> I, I'm a dra- driving baby. That's what we do on this. <laughs> we're living up to our name, like in the uh, first two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Already getting segued. Oh my god. Which I mean, I was actually driving also as a baby. <laughs> a segue. You were. I don't think they were invented yet. Well, you had the prototype. Did you invent them? I actually. Oh my god. Them. Time traveling. Driving baby. Um, you time traveled to like four to like 2010? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And drove a, a really lame vehicle. Uh, it's tough too when you're a baby. Yeah. To invent. Your kids are too oh, yeah. tiny. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. To and ride a sideway. Okay. Yeah. And to invent. I mean that's. Yeah. It's the feat. Oh. Uh, so. <laughs> we watch stuff from when we were kids. We was kids. And. We talk about it as as grown-ups and what we, you know, what we think about it now. Yeah. And then we reflect. And then we talk about other pop culture stuff. We sure do. All the time. We do. And sometimes we interrupt our own introductions (laughs) to segue off. Well, it wasn't necessarily pop culture, but that's what we do. Yeah. So you know what you're in for. (laughs) Uh, So this week, um, with that super spooky introduction this week we talked about and we watched we're going to talk about we haven't talked about it quite yet <laughs> we actually record it we record the rest of it before we record the introduction so <laughs> no people are gonna be like you do <laughs> that's why it's such good great continuity uh, no um <laughs> We watched Casper, the friendly ghost. Yeah, the friendliest ghost you know. Yeah. Oh, man. Little Richard. Can Little we Richard. talk about the fact that I had to look up if Little Richard was still alive? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was the first thing. I like, at the end, I was like, oh, my God, is, is he dead or alive? 
And then I looked him <laughs> up, and then he is 83. Oh, so Wait a second. Is little Richard alive still? Like, he's been around for, I feel like he's timeless, and he's been around forever. And he may be. He may be a vampire. He, what if he's a ghost? He uh, might be a ghost. Because he was a ghost at the end of Casper. That's, that is true. Do you know how much money they probably spent animating him as a ghost? Not like, enough. Not you enough. Can... It wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> so, okay. Oh my gosh. There's so many things I want to talk about all at the same time. Oh, perfect. Because okay. I want to hear what you want, what you want to talk about. Because uh, I was kind of grasping at straws. I was like, how do we start this? Oh, how yes. about we talk about the fact that Bill Pullman's ghost was dog shit. It oh. was <laughs> so bad. <laughs> part, part where I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I saw he died. <laughs> it's a classic me falling asleep during a movie. You guys. You guys. He wagged his finger so hard. I was like, I thought he was going to agree with me. And then. This is me scolding myself. I was asleep. I was so sorry. Oh my God. Okay. So. uh, (laughs) Oh, every time. No. You know what? (laughs) I think, I think you're already a parent without a child. Cause that's how. I think parents watch movies. <laughs> They're like, I've only seen like, <laughs> like half of this movie total, but not all like the first half or the second oh half. <laughs> this is how I watch movies now. Oh, you're so old. I'm really old. And not in the theaters, but when I'm at home, I'm on the couch. I'm getting all snuggly up with a kitten oh, on my lap. A little kitty yeah. on my lap. And I'm just like, it's, I, I'm usually watching it late. I'm going to give myself that. Yeah. It was like it was like getting around 1, 1.30 by the time I was watching uh, uh, the end of this. And I was like, I was drifting off. I was like, ah, I was fighting it. I was fighting it. Fighting that good sleep fight. And then I fell asleep for like 15 minutes. And that, that's a crucial 15 minutes. Yeah, it was. It's <laughs> a lot of ghosts. A lot of ghosts in that 15 minutes. <laughs> so he comes back as a ghost. I remember him falling. They were at the bar. Yeah. And he, okay. And like. They're going to kill him. Yeah, they're going to kill him. Uh, but then, like, can't help falling in love with you, turns on. And then they get all emotional. And I get, like, a little emotional at that part. Bonding. Yeah, uh, yeah bonding. And, like, uh, that song makes me super emotional oh, for yeah. some reason. And then yeah. um, then he dies. And let I have something to say about Bill Pullman in this movie. I want to hear what you have to say. I have the biggest crush on him. Oh. <laughs> He's a handsome man. He's so, it's like the nerdy thing. You're just like. He's got those glasses. Yeah. He's he's super cute. <laughs> he's a real heartthrob. Yeah, he is. I just, <laughs> I just feel so bad for him the whole movie. The character and the actor <laughs> for so many reasons. <laughs> Wait, why would you feel bad for his character? Just because his wife is dead and his daughter makes fun of him? And he's... Because of a loser? Psychiatrist to the ghost or psychologist. Because oh. I don't think they're taking pharmaceuticals, I hope. Just adding up ghost pills. <laughs> uh, uh, 
take boo of these and call me in the morning. Oh, no. No. My classic terrible jokes. My classic Yay. dad jokes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you fall asleep through it and you have dad jokes. Like, oh. Once you start wearing black socks with sandals, it's over, man. It's too late. No, I don't have any sandals, so. You don't? Okay. I don't, don't care. It's, I can avoid that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I guess. Uh, it's understandable. Bill, Bill, uh, Bill Paxson's an, an attractive man. You know how many people don't get them confused? And Every I, podcast talks about this. I never have. I have neither. Uh, because Bill Paxton... Uh, is Big is, Love. Is Big Love and uh, Twister. Oh, and Twister, right? yeah. And Bill Pullman is Sleepless in Seattle. Sleepless yeah. in Seattle. Uh, and... If you say Independence Day, I will scream. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to come back gonna come back to that one <laughs> was it independence day it wasn't independence day okay. but i'm going to say independence day in just a second oh, i'm also wagging my finger again <laughs> you know, I'm gonna this s- time i'm in agreement i okay Before i'm gonna scream so hard um <laughs> i no, uh uh, ooh, uh <laughs> this one movie called while you were sleeping i do you watch that movie no but i thought I was just gonna say that, and I was like, "There's no way." Like, I was gonna make a joke of really? it. Really? I cannot. Like, you do you like that movie, or you just have seen it? Okay, this should fall in the category. Remember uh, one of our first episodes when we were talking about movies that we were exposed to as kids? Yes. This is one of those movies where it's like, I don't think this is actually a good movie, but it's like part of my kid canon. Like, and I don't think it's a very good movie as it turns out, but it was just one that I was like. Oh, everybody knows this movie. It's a classic, mm-hmm. just because my mom would watch it when I and I was around. And like, I don't think I I can't say because I've not seen it again. I think it was just like one of those rom coms. It was just one that was produced during like nineteen ninety five or whatever, whatever he, years that was. Right. So his brother goes into a coma, and Sandra Bullock is involved with yes. the brother, and then she falls in love with Bill with, Pullman. Yeah. So how while does while they were sleeping end? Oh, who did um, she end up with? Do you want me to spoil it? Yeah. Everybody, close your ears if you if you don't want to learn. If you, if you don't want to learn, shut your ears right off. Shut them off. <laughs> Cut them off. Cut, Cut them off, off your ears. Oh God. Uh, if you don't want to hear this, the spoiling spoiler end to uh, 1995's uh, While You Were Sleeping with Bull Pack Bull Paxton. He's <laughs> bull a bull. Paxton. He's also a Paxton. <laughs> um, Bill Pullman. And Sandra Bullock. Uh, what happens is she ends up with Bill Pullman. Because obviously. She does. He's a hunk. Uh-huh. He's a real hunk. That sucks, kind of, for the brother. Yeah, plus he was, that other guy was missing a testicle, so. Was he really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, what spoiler. is this movie? Testicle spoilers. <laughs> he yeah, also had a testicle. He... he also had a testicle spoiler, which is really strange. So, wait a minute. So, <laughs> Detail. He, like. Sorry. Gross. <laughs> God, I couldn't figure out what like a spoiler on a car. I thought you were like you spoiling, so it fell off. His oh Jesus body. Christ! I'm sorry, I kept interrupting you. But no, what were you saying? It's um. So like, okay, so <laughs> did he have cancer, and then he got into an accident, or like, did he lose it in accident? It was an accident. It was a pencil accident. Are you being serious? I'm being right? serious. I'm hey, gonna watch hey, this movie. Watch this movie just for that. Okay. Be like, so it's a mystery. Was of this the, when he was younger, or it's a mystery of the Pullman? It's a <laughs> Pullman mystery. Who no is one could the, ever discover the is, Pullman. Oh, it's Peter Gallagher, right? Oh, yeah, I think it's Peter Gallagher or Gallagher too. 
Uh, is that the dude with the really bushy eyebrows? Oh, uh, yeah. Yep, that's him. Yes. <laughs> oh, one testy Gallagher. <laughs> I have to know. I have to know before we get back to Casper. If he <laughs> loses in, like, the... The movie, or if he is already, he just doesn't have it when the movie started, and then he talks about it. I'll say that they think it's going to wake him out of the coma, so they're like, we're going to cut off his testicle. No. We're going to take it no. out. And if he doesn't wake <laughs> This is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, no, it was like a, it was, it was a dumb, it was like a dumb story. It was Ugh, like, it I was hate like those. in college, and he was playing basketball. Somebody had like a pencil in their shorts. I like in the back pocket and he was jumping up to block him and you know I know the de- I know the you, down and dirty details no but like you know how when you're playing basketball and you're like oh man I forgot my pencil at home oh absolutely yeah but like this one. guy had his pencil he's got his pencil they should have been wearing cups obviously <laughs> as you do when you play I'm basketball I'm really happy I didn't ever have to worry about that this devolved quickly <laughs> um, you mean this conversation yes <laughs> down the toilet oh uh, yeah so yep uh characteristic I, okay now that i know this by the way i hate those in romantic comedies it's like i'm gonna tell you a cute little story about how i got the scar or oh, like it was just that when i was little oh, fuck you. except he was in a coma so it wasn't told by him but oh. like but it was that oh barf um so we're working backwards so working backwards to another pullman so mystery. bill pullman is cute Yes. Like, that is what I have to say. Yep. So then they get a ghost psychologist. You got to get a ghost psychologist. So they can cross over. With John Edwards. Uh, Big presidential candidate. (laughs) Both of them are just uh, boo. Yeah. Um, Well, this is appropriate. Yeah. I I did it. Ah. Um. They got to get these ghosts out with this psychologist. Ghost psychologist. Mm Mm-hmm. Which they should probably have as a reality TV series on TLC right now. Oh, why yeah. don't they? I feel almost like Long Island Medium is kind of kind like of that. Yeah, kind of. But I've never watched an episode, so I guess I couldn't really say. I've seen parts of it, and it's a horrible, horrible show. Ugh. But it's it's close. It's close to fitting the bill. James, he's doing it to fight his wife. Yeah. Like he's not. And he believes, and he's wrong. It turns out. No ghosts. End of the movie. Oh my god, yeah. And movie ends, no ghosts. Ghosts aren't real. Um, what do we think of the house? <clears throat> house is like a haunted mansion. Uh, but like, whoa. Where did they film that? I think at Disney's Haunted Mansion. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why the elevators kept stretching so much. Oh god, so you've been on that thing? I have. That scared the crap out of me when I was little. I think that was pretty. Right scary i think i was i i think it wasn't as scared as i was the x-files theme song but i was i was scared <laughs> oh. i wasn't as scared as my as my sister whistling or humming the theme from the x-files oh did she do it to torture you <laughs> she would uh, i feel like you might have deserved it because if we're going on little brother standards oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure you were a little brother i was i was her little brother like not uh, more I'm older than her now. Oh, cool. <laughs> you, you bastard. I've aged. The other thing going on is that Casper, he has like, he has kind of the idea. Uh, he wants like a, a psychologist. F- oh, yeah. Um, he wants, he wants a friend. He wants to. Yeah, he wants a friend to talk to, but then he gets it for these three ghosts who are not his brothers. Who the fuck are these people? 
I don't know. Wait, did he say they're his uncles? Are they his uncles? I feel like he okay. might have said that, but I'm not. I'm not How sure. Did they? I'm, I don't know. Um, but who? They're they're real jerks. Yeah. He continues to live with them and wait on them. Yeah. But then he can't relate to them, so that's when he tries to get a friend. Yeah, and they're always eating Slimer style and just leaving leaving food piles all over the place. Can I ask you a question? Uh, why, do, <laughs> why do ghosts need to eat? That's a really good Why qu- do you think? <laughs> this isn't a riddle. <laughs> just I'm like, huh. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good question. And I think it is kind of like a riddle. Just uh, keep keep thinking about it. Okay. The questions that keep keep me up at night. It because uh, it's yeah. Casper doesn't eat. Casper doesn't, as far as I know. And why can he like grasp some things and like hold on to them, but then he like passes right through other things? Ghost physics. Oh God, doesn't I don't work. understand. Spooky, spooky physics. I can't. And do you notice that this movie like? It's pretty much a period of like 48 to 72 hours. That's true. And there a lot happens. Yeah. Like a lot of death. They move well, they move into this house. He starts working with the ghosts. She goes to school. She gets oh, volunteered yeah. for a dance. The music when it was like him remembering with himself as a kid and the little piano that sad piano. Blake, getting me. I can't even tell you. I cried. I cried it, so much at this point. It absolutely got me to the point of tears. That sad little piano. I was just like, that's the right, that's the right combination of notes. You got my tears. You yeah, got my tears, movie. You, it's such a ridiculous movie because, like, beyond the fact that these stupid, like, the three ghosts make uh, disgusting jokes, burp, <laughs> yeah. and do all the, like, this weird shit, like, this movie is super emotional. Like, she's already lost her mom. Like, she has to move all over the place. And then Casper's story. Wow. It's so sad. Like, I cried at that part. The part where James's wife comes yes. back. Yes. Yes. And that was the same. That was the same yeah. melody. Every time that melody comes up, I'm like, this is really bad <laughs> you know whatever music is just like it can it can really elicit these different emotional responses and it can really make me tear up super easily mm-hmm. if it's just behind something remotely sad like, yeah it's emotional manipulation it totally is and i'm just i'm like seeing it so much and kind of resenting it and it sometimes also kind of just, <laughs> just crying because it gets me it gets me it gets me good yeah I never resent it because mostly with movies like that, I'm like, I need a good cry. Yes, except for during those fucking Apple, oh my Apple f- commercials. God damn it! Why do you have to play that slow, somber piano music behind different people just looking into the camera? Stop it! Stop it, Apple! Oh, you oh, gotta stop it. Guess what? We're just a few months away from just complete emotional turmoil that is the Christmas season of commercials. Holy moly. Like they, there are so many. I'm like, you're not going to make me cry. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it right now. Always do. Sometimes if they're really bad commercials, I'll also feel kind of bad for the people who are making the commercial. I know. (laughs) I'll be like, 
Oh no! <laughs> you got me. Yeah. You didn't even mean to. You're just bad at this. <laughs> I feel bad for you. I think you just cry at all commercials. I do cry at most commercials. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, like, but especially in this movie, man, <clears throat> I I didn't expect to cry again because I just watched mm. it a few months ago. Oh, did you not then? I did then. But there are like other things going on in my life where I'm like, oh, you, this is like any excuse to cry. Now I was like, again, really? It's so sad. Yeah. After, especially after I've just been, having just seen it like fairly recently and being like, oh yeah, I'm prepared for this part or whatever. Mm-hmm. But still they get, <sighs> I'm convinced it's the music. It's gotta be right. Yeah. But also I just, it's really painful how Casper died just from getting sick and like his poor father. It just seemed like uh, he was so emotionally attached. Yeah, because he's like obsessed after that. It's like, I'm going to get my kid back. Right, but then Casper was, yeah, exactly. I just want my kids back so he can bend some fucking machine. (laughs) I'm sorry, what were you saying though? Like, it sounded like he hung out with him. While he was inventing this machine, uh, like he hung out with him as a ghost. And I know it's so kind of goofy, but like parents who have lost children, that's a very emotional thing. So yeah, maybe that's why it gets me so much. That makes sense. Bill Pullman's character dies and then comes back. Mm, from what I hear. <laughs> from what All I hear conjecture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> He falls on the fucking cliff, right? What? Are they, what? Yeah. Like the front door of the bar opens to a cliff, right? Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Every that bar, happens all the time. Where happens. is this bar? Like, <laughs> it's on a construction site. They're like, we're uh, we're digging a ditch. We're digging a mountain. Like, and that mountain is right here. Doesn't make any sense. Because <laughs> the mountain goes up. We're digging a valley. <laughs> we're we're yeah. digging a cliff. Yeah, face. but uh, don't close these doors. No. To the bar. Just, yeah. That was the dumbest. Just, it was so dumb. It's a terrible idea. Uh, it cost a man his life. A stupid way to die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, like, when he comes back as a ghost, the animation is really bad. and um, Worse than the other ones? Way worse. Really? Because you know what the real person looks like. <laughs> That's a good point. So then when he comes back, he's like a drunk idiot, and he doesn't remember his daughter. Oh, no. And then, like, they do, like, a little pinky promise, and, like, she said, don't you remember? She puts her pinky out, and then he, like, grabs it and makes a farting noise, and then they laugh, and she goes, no, no, this, and she grabs his pinky with her pinky, and then he remembers. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) This is muscle memory. Ghost muscle memory. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, how did you forget her? Ghosts forget. Ghosts are forgetful. In two hours. In two hours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was really sad because she had already lost her mom. So <clears throat> her dad died and she's 13 and like, this messed up. Yeah. Uh, that's why I was like, because I, when I woke up, he was already, he was back, he was alive again. And I was like, he didn't. He didn't die when falling. I was like, "That's weird." I thought he died. 
<laughs> and uh, and so so they put him they put him in the the Lazarus machine. Yeah, but they were going to put Casper in there. Yeah, well, fuck Casper. Plus, uh, well, <laughs> wow. Plus, the machine was for him. <laughs> and if it worked, why didn't his dad ever use it? Oh God. Ugh. Yeah. Plus, can they make some more of that goop or whatever? Yeah. They have all the plans. Yeah, like put some effort. Exactly. Into but, they, and they had like a couple other vials. Yeah. They probably could have put those together and been like, probably have enough. I know. Like um, make a make a half person. <laughs> you could be alive for like a few years, but then when yeah. you come back alive, are you like where you were and then you die? Like Casper sacrifices this, like his chance to come back, which is good because like that his loved ones are around, not Casper's, but like. Bill Pullman's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, where is Casper going to live in this house? Like, yeah. is Bill Pullman going to be his dad? <laughs> like, I don't understand what their plan was. Uh, it's not thought. They're children. So <laughs> they don't... Eh, never. <laughs> not but, the best at planning. Yes. Cat's mom comes to Casper as an angel. Did you see that part? I did. Okay. Uh, That's right around when I woke up. Okay. <laughs> and she... She you brings really did miss her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what I just told you, and like that's fine. Filling in the blanks here. <laughs> this is this is all new to me too. I, it's like discovering a whole new movie. Can I just say that no part of this movie is crucial? <laughs> no part of this movie is that we said. Yeah, but I, I just, uh, I like it still, but like it's not the crucial. <laughs> you, you could miss like half an hour and you, I could just catch you. I need to know. Seconds. Oh, I need okay. to know all of this. Yeah, and it's very nuanced. Uh, <laughs> but like, uh, so then he gets a chance to come back to life. And uh, I, what is it like 15 minutes do they dance? Five? I Seems like seems like an eternity. He, no, it doesn't. Because it's, oh, you mean just them? Yeah, it's uh, till 10 p.m. Yes, until oh. 10 p.m. Why not was midnight? It not because uh, he said Cin- Whoa. <laughs> Cinderella got until midnight. Oh. And but she he's said not- Cinderella was not a child. Oh. Well, that makes, okay. That makes a lot of sense. I, yeah. I get it. Uh, I don't because <laughs> I swear to God, it was like quarter to 10 when she came <laughs> you got to 15, him. 15 minutes of life. Yeah. And then. I guess it's better than none. <gasps> she comes and visits her husband yeah and then it just the tears oh but i yeah it wasn't just that it was like um i i didn't have any unfinished business because you guys were so great to me in my life i'm like oh okay i'm just i'm gonna stop now and then uh like then she's giving him advice being a parent and that was another really difficult thing because she's becoming a teenager and she just has her dad like who's a great parent but he's not like stable no he's looking for ghosts a lot yes so but maybe but now that like he knows that she's not going to come back yeah yeah maybe he'll start start psychoanalyzing human beings Human beings now. Human beings. Is that not? Or, that not he could, or he could psychoanalyze ghosts and then help them cross over. Yeah, but like 
a little stability. We need a little stability. Yeah, in just lives. live in Wagstaff and invite all the ghosts. Yeah, exactly. It's a very ghost-friendly house. It's a pretty ghost-friendly house. Uh, and like they can travel, obviously. Can we uh, just please explain to me how Casper hasn't crossed over? Hmm. What's his unfinished business? His dad is dead. With John Edwards. <laughs> Jesus Christ, end this podcast now. <laughs> um, the presidential candidate? There we go. Hold on. Yeah, let's do it. Let's circle around. Triple, triple crown. Triple crown. I don't know. Um, um, how he hasn't? I don't know. Yeah, yeah why hasn't he? What, what's he living for now? I thought he forgot everything, so wouldn't that be like... Yeah, it's like, I'm. oh, I'm done. And Yeah, if you forget, then that disqualifies you from... From sticking around. His uncles are just living it up. I I don't think they want to cross over. I think they're fine where they are. Yeah. Uh, did they, though? No. I don't think so, right? No, they just... Mm. They got uh, James's wife to come and actually come back. Oh, yeah, because they're playing... They're playing... They're, <laughs> they're playing with little, little Richard at the end. Yeah, and uh, they were jerks to him. Oh, they, yeah. They made him think that she was going to come back and then it was just oh. fatso i smooched he smooched him yeah he smooched him took he their jokes were fucking ridiculous like ridiculously good uh, oh yeah like the, the closet case one you know how all kids know what a closet case oh is? yeah and that's not at all insensitive <laughs> Like, yeah. Oh God. Like she's, she's hiding in the closet, and we got ourselves a closet case. Oh, I can't wow. remember. There was like, oh, uh. Yes, they did make that joke. That Tim was a real says, joke. says, like, made. I'm gonna get a dog named Kerrigan, and she's gonna be a bitch just like you. This oh. is a children's movie, wow. sir. Wow. I never. Sir, hold on. <laughs> They're children. They're children, sir. This is why I felt bad for Bill Pullman. Like they were talking to tennis balls. When they were filming oh. this. Uh, so he had to talk to tennis balls for most of the movie. Then he had to do all those like stupid pratball things. Um, he, was that actually him falling down the stairs? I hope not. But he like, was like you can't have any you can't have me stop that. But I'm guessing him like rolling out of the carpet was. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end, they do the fucking dance. They're like, party's not over yet. And they do that stupid dance that makes me <laughs> Embarrassed to be alive. <laughs> like, <laughs> I how many times does that happen in different kids' movies? Though? I feel like in the nineties, that was like the they didn't know how to end a movie, so they're like, "Let's dance." Yeah, well, that's, that does actually happen in a lot of third third acts for kids' movies. Yeah, we had a lot of unanswered questions, like, "What's Casper <laughs> going to do now? <laughs> what are the rest of the characters like?" Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's dance, just, dance your kids away. Yeah, he's like. I, my dad invented this machine that could brought could have brought me back to life, but I, I guess I can't do it anymore. But I'm so glad that I brought you back to life so you could do this fucking dance yeah. like a lunatic. Exactly. And now I'm back, but just for like 15 minutes. So oh god, it's okay. So weird. It's okay. Also weird was that wake up machine. How are any of those <sighs> products still uh, <laughs> viable? Like that toothpaste was. Probably 90 years old. <laughs> Gross. Uh, and those razor blades that were just going to slice everybody's heads off? Uh, yeah, he used that every day. What about how much shaving cream does one need? Yeah, an Too awful much. Lot. Yeah. So, uh, 
I I do distinctly remember that though. Now, how much could I would I have to pay to install one of those mics? Because <laughs> it was really a selling point. It's like I'm getting some ideas here. Start to make some sort of Rube 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 Goldberg. No, yeah, is that Rube it? Goldberg. Goldberg. Adam Goldberg machine. Turns me into Adam Goldberg every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, the best way to end any movie is to have some sort of to have some sort of goofy dance that makes you wish that nobody had ever. I wish that ever, film had never been created ever after created. that dance. I was like so embarrassed. Like I can't look at this. I'm looking away now. <laughs> that make you wish that it would destroy the original. The original pressing of the film. I did. I feel. I felt so bad for both of them that they're like, okay, we're gonna. They had to choreograph that. Oh, they weren't absolutely. just like, hey, you guys dance. So they're like, okay, interpretive dance. So you're gonna go out and then in and then around. It's like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing any of this. It, ra- it really wraps up the film. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice tight bundle. Oh, also, uh, like. And I think this is my last thing was uh, another reason <laughs> to have a crush on Bill Pullman in this movie was the singing. Like, it was so dorky, but like, first of all, he sang Sinatra, and that's like one of my favorite <laughs> Sinatra songs. And he was singing Elvis, and I was like, oh, you're so cute. He's an adorable man. He really is. Okay, so what we learned ghosts are great dancers. Mm hmm. No. Uh, they are good singers. They, they're terrific singers. Well, Bill Pullman is a good singer. No, but they sang a few times. And they were very good. Oh. <laughs> um, and ghost physics needs to be... Explained better. Explained more. Mm-hmm. If anything, it should be laboriously explained in any, <laughs> any kid's film. Yes. How ghost physics work. Okay, so do you want to talk about anything else? I, I do want to talk about why you wanted to pick this movie. Okay. I'm glad you led this discussion because I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about except for the sad parts. Aww. <laughs> Honestly. I was like, I'm glad, you, uh, I'm glad you had more of an interest after I was like, hey, why don't we watch this movie? It's like, fuck, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about. But you, all the things you had in mind were like, oh, yeah, that's, like, that's good. Uh, Mostly both. <laughs> Mostly Bill Pullman, but that is the best part. Yeah. Christina Ricci is great. Mm-hmm. I, well, she was in Ghost World after that, right? No, that was Thor Birch. Fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're both, they're like both moody and had black hair. Like, no. Okay. All right. Well, she was definitely, she was definitely in Beetlejuice. Yeah. And a discussion. No. So. No, she was And a discussion. She was in it. She was in it. <laughs> With you, I'm like, no. <laughs> All right, end of discussion. Okay. She was in Beetlejuice. Biddle, she's in the Beetlejuice. And, uh, <laughs> Christ. She was in Ghost World, Beetlejuice. <laughs> and I think, if I'm not mistaken, American Beauty. Okay, oh so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I. Uh, why I wanted to watch it. Yeah, was, did you watch it as a kid? I sure did. I sure did. And, all right, <laughs> one of the most memorable things was, aside from crying at that really, really sad music, mm-hmm. was uh, the promotional toys 
that they released for this movie. In Pizza Hut's, I got the fucking Casper Casper toys from Pizza Hut, which was what? the best because I liked to go to Pizza Hut. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, Pizza Hut. You remember? Yeah. Do you remember their uh, pizza bars? You could just go up and get some fucking pizza. I mean, I think that's still a thing in some of them. But uh, no, because. My mom did not, and still does not, like Pizza Hut. And I do. Oh, I do too. The stuffed crust? Can't get enough. Oh, God, I know. So good. Can't get enough of that stuffed crust. This is actually, Pizza Hut is one of our sponsors today. Brought <laughs> I to wish. You by, oh, my God. Brought to you by 1990s. Uh, Casper. All you can eat Casper pizza bars. <laughs> they call them Casper, Casper pizza bars. Because I knew that they were... Going to be basing their whole branding around Casper. I had no idea Pizza Hut had kids promotions. Uh, Well, they didn't. They certainly did in the nineties. Oh boy! When companies were just you know trying to figure out who to market to, and and they're like kids toys, let's do it. And they got me. Sure got me. I was like, yep. Our brand loyalty is. Is what I'm all about now. Uh, did the toy lead you to the movie, or did you like the toys because of the movie? I think I probably liked the toys because of the movie, but okay. I remember it especially because of that, and just that. <laughs> no, it was one of the things I was like, wow, I totally remember, you know, this happening, this coinciding with the release of the movie. Plus, I fucking love Pizza Hut. I love those bars. I love the, the pizza, all-you-can-eat pizza bar. I can't get enough. Go to your nearest Pizza Hut. <laughs> Inquire within. <laughs> okay, so did you did you <laughs> did, did you watch this this movie as a kid? All the time, like All I the time? yes, uh, I think it was like one of my favorites when I was a kid. So I was so glad that you suggested we watch it. I watched it a lot of my dad's. I watched it with my brother. Like that's a common theme. Like so many of the movies that we watched so far. I watched it my dad's a lot, but yeah, I really, I really liked it. I still like it. So it's, it's really stupid, but yeah, of course. It, but it's 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 good, and it holds a special me, place in my heart. Exactly, it pulls up those heartstrings for me, mm-hmm. and and for you, apparently. Yeah. Oh God. I'm glad because I was like, I was like, I was gonna bring it up, and I was like, I hope I'm not the only one who's <laughs> who's having like emotional breakdowns from <laughs> from this music, Blake. I cry at every single well, movie we've watched that's so far. fantastic because <laughs> I tend to as well. I think except for Mighty Ducks, I think I've cried at every one of them. I, I cry because I'm afraid of, afraid of ducks. Are you? <laughs> it's afraid of all the quacks. I get scared of quacking. Yeah. <laughs> and when people lose. And also when people lose. And when they're berated by coaches, Ugh. which is a big theme in that movie. Yeah. Uh, especially... Coaches have big bushy eyebrows. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. All right, well, uh, we'll be back. ADD Podcast, we'll be back. <laughs> Nobody say anything. <laughs> I was going to say, like, do you want me to say <laughs> I just wanted to see how long it would be called. Okay. <laughs> so I looked over at you. I was like, I thought you were just getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> just taking a really long time. <laughs> hey, welcome back to ADD Popcast. Thanks for, thanks for coming by. Thanks for swinging by the old place. Thanks for sticking around. Yes, thanks for sticking around. <laughs> that long break. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, it was a long. We took like an hour and three, like an hour and three quarters of a break. <laughs> To say an hour and three hours break. An hour and three hours break. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we did. Um, it's been mo- many days. Yeah, it's been like a month. It's been an entire month, guys. What were you talking about? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? There's no way to find out. Yeah, either. no. <laughs> it's not recorded. No, certainly not. Uh, <laughs> so, we're gonna talk about some some crazy crazy things. They're not. They're not really crazy. No. So you don't. Don't don't listen. Don't listen, don't to, listen to him. Don't listen to him. That's wrong. No, uh, we're gonna talk about some some great new television programs that are coming out. Do a television near you? Probably your television, even <laughs> or or your computer at least. Yeah. Those are basically TVs. If you don't don't think about it too much. So yeah, <laughs> you believe in them. If you believe all. in them, well, with the internet and all. You're right. You know what? In, I have a few things to say about the internet. Oh, do you? Uh-huh. I'm going to... I let. You know what? I'm going to get on my... I'm going to get my soapbox for good. a second. Okay, go ahead. You know what? I'm sick and tired of kids on their dang cell phones all the time. What are they doing on those things? <laughs> what? Hey! I, this, is, this, is, this is a bit I'm doing called really high voice comic. I, co- terrible comedy premise, oh my God, premises. It's- Scaring me already. <laughs> Perfect. It's a spooky episode. All right, and this is also this episode. Well, just the beginning of it was a little sneak peek of what we got for in store f- for you guys in in October. Stan's <laughs> still same, same comedian, same com- same loud high high pitched comedian. <laughs> oh my the, god! The further oh, along I go, so great. The higher my voice gets. <laughs> You're, yeah, you get so excited, but I actually do that, so you could just be parodying. I do it, too. Uh, maybe not quite to the extent that I was just doing. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but that's, here is, we're ending the spookiness right here. It's not going to be as spooky, guys. It's not going to be nearly as scary. You can, you can relax. But we do have exciting things coming. We do, so keep listening. All right, let's t- let's take a break. <laughs> oh wait! Oh, I I forgot the format. So, <laughs> I, um, I love how this is like the most disjointed episode we've uh, ever uh, had. It's perfect, and it's making me really happy. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so silly. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So, uh, we're talking about two. Actually, you suggested so you. You introduce it. I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm oh, leaving. Leave. I didn't talk enough during the first part of this. Everybody's like, good. Good. Let her talk more. Oh, God. Oh, thank God you did. Because, like, I didn't have anything I was going to talk about. So <laughs> You could have. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's the thing. I wouldn't I wouldn't have. Like, Casper, so, what's the deal with Casper? What's, what's the deal with Casper? <laughs> this is called Puberty Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> He, he did a lot of Casper bits too. Yeah. Oh God. That's what he's known for. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so I want. No, I wanted to talk about the new FX shows Atlanta and Better Things. Yeah. And I kept getting confused with Stranger Things. For <laughs> yeah, because they're very similar. they're really similar. Uh, <laughs> both involve the other side or the underneath. Or <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember. The, no. the spooky realm. Yes. Uh, 
<laughs> she's raising three daughters by herself. That yeah. is pretty spooky. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, let's. So I think we should talk about Atlanta first, probably. Okay. Created by Donald Glover. Yeah. You know from Community. And Childish Gambino. Yes. So what did you think about this? What was your first impression? Well, I had heard about it a, a few. I feel like maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had heard that uh, Donald Glover was was making this project, and uh, I heard it was called Atlanta as well. Um, <laughs> doesn't matter. The part doesn't. Don't we need to know that part? Uh, but um, he had, you know, a lot of control, and it was on FX, and they've been ceding a lot of control to like the artists who are making their shows and content on FX. So. It's like, it's probably going to be pretty good if, you know, Donald Glover's working on it. And they were talking about it being, like, kind of surreal and funny, but also really... Yeah, it's it's dark comedy. It's like a dark... Yeah. yeah, Which a lot of FX comedies are. I think they're all dark comedies. Yeah. These are both going to be, we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Like a dream-like comedy thing. 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 I'm going to end it just thing. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Anyway, so... That's so I I was like, oh, it's gonna be a, a dream thing when I was going into it. So that's prepped me. I'm really, really excited for this dream thing. You're on mushrooms. I was on a lot of yeah. A lot of mushrooms and acid. Yes. Oh my god, both at the same and, time. Yeah, it was a terrible trip. Gross. Um, I love mushrooms. And the acid. And, and it's good. It's good Again, to, to eat. Uh, it's a crime that you cannot see his face. <laughs> I was just closing my eyes so hard. It's like, I just love him so much. I just love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 so, okay. So I watched, I watched, this is serious time. Yes. No, not really. It doesn't have to be serious time. But uh, Atlanta, uh, I started watching it on uh friday the day after it came out it was on fx and i watched it on youtube because they said it was released on there and i was like oh i watched it on there it was good there were no ads so try it try doing that instead of on the dumb fx one which makes you watch stupid interactive 30 second commercials you have to do stuff all right oh my god (laughs) i'm really really upset at them uh yeah you know what's worse though is watching it on your dvr and seeing all the commercials for american horror story where spiders crawl out of eyes oh god uh wait disgusting is that this is that the theme for this one yeah spider eyes so it's like it has to do something with spiders because there's another one it was just like a huge spider Mm. and i uh like Fast forward through the commercials. I went too far, like did the 30 seconds back and like paused it. It was right on like a spider with its open mouth and it had like teeth. I'm like, what is with the fucking spiders with this? Like, but it's like the other one is like this girl. She has her eyes closed and you think that she has really long eyelashes. Well, it's not the case. Spider legs and they crawl out of her eyes. So I really am sad that I didn't watch it on YouTube. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that sounds, yeah. Okay. Fuck, fuck American Horse. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Makes me uh, so anxious. Um, Yo, did we talk about this? I we think talk we, about- you and I just talked about it briefly. Uh, we should talk about it for the Halloween episode. Yes, definitely. 
I agree. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned, folks. Uh, October. More like Halloween. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Hell. October. More like Halloween. I was just trying to feel it that out. That sounds like, think like a joke the elf would make. <laughs> good. That's what I'm going for great. here. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, like, sorry, you, so you it's watched okay. it? I, so I watched it. End. 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 That's it. No um, opinion, even. I just no. watched it. <laughs> um, so I liked that they incorporated a lot of, like, weird dream-like qualities into the whole thing. And uh, it interwove them so that you wouldn't quite know whether or not those are actually happening. Or, like, in the beginning where they pull the guns and oh, fuck, you don't that? you don't know if it was like a dream yeah well that whole th- not, yeah that, that or... whole part is kind of you're not sure but also what's the guy's name i'm really paper boy no no or, his friend uh... who oh, fuck i forgot his name but um when that like the friend of paper boy paper boy's friend <laughs> he's like i've I feel like I've seen this before. I'm getting like the weirdest deja vu. And he's like, I know I've seen this. And then like the gun, the gunshot goes Mm -hmm. shooting. The gunshot is shooting. The the gunshot goes shooting. It goes shooting. It's shot. It shoots shoots the gunshot. (laughs) So the gunshot was shooting itself and (laughs) shooting all the guns. And then the dog. Oh, yeah. Wait, what was with the dog? (laughs) He just was like, I have seen that dog before. That weirdest deja vu. That opening scene really threw me off um, because I didn't know what the show was really going to be like. And I think you go into almost every show with that now because the previews, uh, if it's a good show they kind of make it different from what the previews are otherwise the pilot episode you've already seen it (laughs) um yeah but yeah this show really threw me in that way especially with this opening so after that i didn't i almost didn't feel safe i'm like i don't know what what and like i love it (laughs) yeah i i don't know what structure this is going to take I don't know if I'm going to like these characters, but I'm very excited by this because this is unlike really any other show that I've seen. You're thrown into the action and it's sort of looming over the whole rest of the show, kind of like holding it hostage. Yes. You're like, what did I just just see? Right. The guy just got shot because of a mirror? (laughs) A side view mirror? Like, yeah, wow. which I I mean, of course it gets explained later, but I was like, that is such shitty behavior. What oh, yeah. the hell was that about? Yeah, I'm not quite sure because they never show anybody. They show you the gun shooting right. and then say that they were in. I was like, that guy would be dead, right? Basically. Yeah, so they uh, charge them with disturbing the peace. So he and must like, not have shot him. And, but it, And like... Yeah, because they said he didn't. Yeah, so it's it's left uh, sort of ambiguous as to whether or not anybody got hurt. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, holy fuck! Like that was point blank. I think that guy would have been dead. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it yeah. Was so close. Um, 
with that opening scene, like right after it transitions into him with in his bed with his, I wouldn't even say girlfriend. Like they're just kind of together and they have a baby together. Mm-hmm. But first interaction, like he's talking about a dream with a mermaid and just, <laughs> or was it a mermaid or just a girl? And and then so also that also lent to me questioning whether or not it was a dream exactly yes they were just waking up it was kind of like a relatable thing that people could point to and say oh my god i hate when my girlfriend does that or like oh i know people who do that or whatever Uh, get jealous of dream yeah which (laughs) dreams uh, pointless yeah Um, but then it goes on to like a much deeper thing where she has a date that night i don't know why that grabbed me so much that this is such kind of like a modern relationship Mm -hmm. she's trying to i wouldn't say better herself but like try and see what's out there even though she has a baby with this man she doesn't necessarily want to be with him well does she say she loves him or does she i know she says she wants to hear him say she says i love you yeah and then she said don't you love me and he laughs yeah says you always say that and i don't know it's just it's like then why don't you say i love you back (laughs) i know it's like it is it was such kind of a frustrating scene in a good way Mm -hmm. like it was like rough relationship dynamics from the very start of the show. Yes. Um, and <laughs> I mean, he has that little line like when she says, you need to watch her tonight because I have a date. And again, like I know everybody says this, but like when it's your child, you're not babysitting. Like, yes, that is <laughs> you, you are with them. Like, yes. yes uh, so, and she said, don't drop him off. <laughs> don't drop her off at your parents. And he says, no, this is a great environment for you to grow up in. <laughs> <laughs> I, it might be something you say as a joke to your kid, but also it's sort of talking to the audience, which I thought was right. funny. I yeah. thought, and it wasn't obvious. It wasn't like... Wink. Heavy like, handed. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like jokingly. I mean, it was it was funny. It, but it was. It wasn't like over the top and and too much i thought i was like that's right that's something so a parent would do like it yeah. wasn't uh, just totally contrived uh, i think so yeah which is why i think it's like to both i i thought it was really funny he's talking to both the, the baby and also jokingly kind of to us too. i know it uh, it was sad and at the same time i thought it was really relevant to modern relationships yeah and i mean like i like it is pretty good if they're both loving and they both care about their daughter and she has a lot of family support and like it's pretty good mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah um oh. people have like you know div- people are divorced or separated or you know difficult or complex relationships and their kids are you know raised fine or raised like anybody <laughs> you know so I, I don't see why, you know, I was like, yeah. Right. And, uh, I mean, he does end up dumping her on his parents. <laughs> For a pretty good reason, though. Oh, definitely. But, like, I just think it was funny <laughs> that she said, don't. Mm-hmm. And, of course, of course he did. Uh, because it seems like he does everything that she doesn't want him to do. <laughs> but I still feel towards him and like mm. rooting for him of course yeah 
and you can tell by the way the other characters react that everybody believes him to already be pigeonholed in this particular manner or at least they have preconceived notions of what he's going to be like you know his his dad wouldn't let him in like when he was first coming around because he was like you're gonna end up like staying here and you didn't flush the toilet (laughs) after you took a shit yeah exactly who does that gross (laughs) i thought that's always funny like yeah (laughs) and his mom said you better eat something real yeah and he was like, what, you're sitting through that with a stick? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it was good. It was good. It was all good stuff. I really liked in, like, the air, airport where they were trying to oh. try sell, I don't know, like, package deals? I'm not I, sure what they were I trying think to it sell. was credit cards. Oh, credit cards? Okay. Yeah. Um, but he just asked the guy, and the guy said, fuck you. It's like, oh, what? Yeah, I Just forgot. say no thank yeah. you. Same amount of words. Yeah. Totally. Or three. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you is no, one word that's... now. Uh, but like, it's, just, <laughs> it's one more word, guys. It's another one. You can do it. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's relatable, but it's also not like a totally bland show that it's like, oh, same. Like, yeah. oh, this is such a broad comedy. No, it's very specific, but mm-hmm. also this feels like a millennial thing in a lot of ways. And also like the tone, the whole tone of the, of the show is very much a millennial creation. I felt like. Yeah. And Donald Glover, uh, this shows his acting chops because he's not Troy. This yeah. This isn't the Troy show from community. No. He's, I mean, he, he's the creator of this and it's such an interesting perspective and, uh, world that they've set up so mm-hmm. i'm very anxious to see where this goes like yeah. it's great so far me too i need to watch the second episode now. <laughs> I, yeah i feel so bad um oh, don't it's it's uh, i i i am looking forward to watching it now that i know where it's out yeah <laughs> and uh i'll watch it but um did you want to talk about anything else about that one no i want to talk about better things let's do it better things stranger things <laughs> This is another show where I was like a little worried that it was going to become like uh, Louie, but for a woman mm-hmm. and it wasn't, it was a different camera style, different uh, like story setup. Uh, but I mean, Pamela Adline created this one and Louis CK is an executive producer. So I think that's the big difference. And I mean, like you get a little hint. Because mm-hmm. she also wrote for Louie, and mm-hmm. and it's not, like you said, it's not the same show at all. You get a little same similar flavor. Yes. Which because, kind of attracts, I don't, attracts me to it. Yeah, she, but she <clears throat> is like completely a single parent. I know Louie co-parents, but in real life and in the show, she's a single parent with three daughters. Mm-hmm. And it just shows her like all in one episode, which I don't think it was too jam packed, but you kind of get a glimpse of what it's like. And um, this is another show about minorities, uh, women in their like 40s, because that is not very prevalent on television. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, so I'm I'm excited that this show's out there, but like. Uh, her in the dating scene, her taking care of her daughters, her working. Working specifically in fil- in film. Oh, yeah. Like, different uh, kinds of film. Mm-hmm. Like, because she was, she does a lot of cartoon work 
Lots in of real life, yeah, voiceovers. Yeah. And then she was on, um, what was it, Californication. Mm-hmm. And that the show at the end, like the scene that she was filming, yes. I'm assuming, was like supposed to be like that so, show. Like that show, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. An intense scene. But like... Oh, there's just so many precious things about this show mm-hmm. that just I, oh, I'm like this is a show I want to binge watch because I I already love it so much. I am slightly concerned that it will be Pamela Adlon's Louis, but I am hopeful that her voice her voice I'm sure is her own, but it, it did remind me quite a bit of Louis in in certain ways, especially the scene where she and her daughter were in the car. And her daughter was like, can you get me pot? Don't you want me to have good, nice, clean pot for me, you know, for myself? I'm going to do it anyway. Like using that. I It really reminded me of that same. I feel like they had the exact same conversation in Louie. If not that, then it was. He confronted his daughter, I know, when she was smoking pot. And she had like a really similar argument, I seem to recall. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of like sharing. That's probably just sort of part of parenting in the 21st century right the thing about this is filmed differently so it makes me feel like it's a, a way different show louie i feel like there's a lot of handheld stuff like weird camera angles and this is a little more centered they're kind of trying to show i think they're like more focused on Uh, what's going on in the scene which is not a criticism of either one of the shows it's just like a different style Uh, but that scene just made me feel like that's more of a modern sitcom Mm -hmm. than it was of louie yeah i i agree with that and actually that reminds me of a point that i a note that i'd taken while watching better things the scene just being like indicative of modern modern dating modern chi- you know child raising like her life i thought was very realistically portrayed uh in in 2016 and that conversation that she had the message text messaging oh. and yeah when she was messaging i'm not sure who that was but yeah just the the messenger app that she was writing typing out you know they seem to have uh some sort of connection and you know they they had those cuts showing them together in what i thought was a hotel room and um and they seemed to be uh dating or have a past at least and so she was like uh will you be alone and they had he'd been corresponding instantly basically you know he'd, he'd you'd see and that's really an interesting thing i felt like this happens so much in the way we communicate right now in, mm-hmm. in, in reality you'll see and you pick up different things and you misinterpret different things oh. and this is you know this is one of those times where the subtext from the lack of response and those three little dots that mm. you see appear on the screen are so telling it's like you know his response already in that he was about to respond and then probably erase that message. Mm-hmm. Started typing in, erase that message, then nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Like it's all subtext and it's all you need to know those modern forms of communication, but like also the nuances of those too. Like I was like, that was such an interesting moment, I thought, in the show. And I was like, I hope they do stuff, more stuff just like this. I, I mean, I felt like that throughout the show and I thought they did really 
uh, a lot of great things. I thought I I did think actually that scene with her and her daughter was great because it was just like her daughter hitting all these manipulative spots and being like, I'm gonna do it anyway. A clean pot that's organic and like like yeah, it's like that argument is it's like so tempting. I'm sure for some parents to be like, oh you know what? You're right. I'm gonna latch onto that. Of course they're gonna do this anyway. Like I was a kid and like but. I liked her, the way she responded too. Just like, you know what? No. <laughs> but I was like, I don't think you should be ashamed of those things. But as a parent, I have to set these boundaries being like, I'm not going to buy you pot. Right. I don't want to condone this. Like if yeah. you do it, like, I guess that's a different story, sure. but I'm not going to facilitate it. I'm not going to buy you this thing. Right. I'm not going to be that parent that like, buys you alcohol you and your oh. friends say alcohol and be like the cool the cool dad the yeah, cool mom that's called like a misdemeanor <laughs> yeah exactly like it's just i did want to say about the scene with the text message yeah another thing about that was they used um music like they used uh joni mitchell and that's not that. something that they did in louis and they do quite often in the show like he would use like Kind of like French music or jazz. Oh, that's true. Um, and they seem to use modern music. And I think that makes a difference in the show. So that's a different tone. Yes, very yeah. much so. Um, but <laughs> there are a couple things with her kids that I was just like, I don't have kids. And this is so, <laughs> this is what I feel like being a parent is. Like when her daughter asks, her to like it's like climb into bed with me she's like no yeah you'll you're gonna touch me with your little baby hands and i am i'm just gonna be sleeping (laughs) and i just thought that was so precious and so amazing because my mom was a single mom and like you didn't i i feel like i saw my mom a lot but when i was a kid but i didn't um get like little special moments with her so like she was kind of trying to sneak that in. It's like, I just want like a little, a little time by yeah. myself with you. And like, she's like, I have so much work to do. And my mom went to school when we were little and I just wanted to spend more time with her and she had to do her homework. Yes. And she, she never really said to me like, no, get out, go to bed. It was always like, uh, like, Oh, I love you so much. Don't do this to me. But like, I do have to work. It's so hard. Yeah. And then she, she falls asleep (laughs) for God knows how long, but she, she does wake up. And then, uh, another thing, just so small when she's walking up the stairs and her daughter's like, mom goes, what, what, why are you mad? Like, it was just such a teenage girl thing. And I don't know if teenage boys went through the same thing, but like, it was just such an angsty, like how are you already mad at me? And I was just, blah, blah, blah. and the mom is like, I'm fucking tired. Why are you being like this? Totally. Yeah. They're both, they've done nothing wrong. And yeah. they're both yelling at each other. Yeah. Um, and how it escalates is, yeah, it's really great. It's really funny. Yeah. The second episode hasn't come out, has it? No. Okay. So far, so great. They're both fantastic shows. Absolutely. And I know it's hard to make pilots, so they Oh my God. You a really good job. Until you said that, I hadn't thought about them being pilots. They are, that is how good these shows are. I complain about pilots all the time. I think uh, I've already complained yeah. on this show about pilots. Yeah, I think we've talked about it like several times, but seriously, yes. pilots? I'm glad you said that 
while we're talking because I wasn't thinking about them as pilots. And that's a really difficult thing to get, I feel like, most people to do. Definitely for me, because I'm usually aware, like, oh, yeah, they're just, you know, setting everything up. But neither of these shows did it in a heavy-handed way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're Thursday nights on FX, right? Yeah. Yeah, go watch them. Definitely. Want to take a break? Let's take a break. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to ADD Popcast, your place for all the uh, all the sports, <laughs> all of them, all of them. The sports network, uh, horse dancing, horse dancing, ghost f- fencing. Oh, you fencing yeah. you fencing a ghost with ghost fences. Oh, you like is that where you put a ghost on a fence? Yeah, and you you fence them in. Oh, you gotta okay. keep them in the to, fence. You have to build a fence so quickly. They keeps of ghost them. Uh, how? Because they can pass through yeah. solid matter. Well, these are fences that used to be alive but aren't now. They're oh, dead. They're, okay. they, they're deceased fences. <laughs> so they're actually ghosts. Got it. Ghost fences. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, we're gonna go into our signature segment called "What's Poppin'," and in "What's Poppin'," we like to see what's a poppin' with a pop cultures. <laughs> All around uh, your town. So, what's what's popping with your pop cultures all around your town, Alex? Uh, <laughs> pretty much nothing, because I think everyone's just <laughs> just like, well, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, but what's popping with me? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. What's it? What's popping with you? That's how to correctly phrase the question. <laughs> no, I wasn't correcting. It's just I don't know what's going on in my neighborhood, but. I can only speak for myself. That's no, that's a good uh, point. <laughs> what's bothering with me is uh, Lisa Hannigan, who is an Irish. Uh, I guess her music could be classified as f- kind of folk. She's a folk singer. Has come out with a new album. It's called uh, "At Swim," and it's a perfect album to transition into fall with. It's getting colder. And uh, you just kind of want to like snuggle under a blanket and listen to these beautiful, beautiful songs. Her first album, which is called CISO, uh, was more of like kind of like a dreamy, uh, happy album and more spring to me. And she's had one in between that I haven't listened to, but this one reminds me more of Feist and uh, Nico Case, which I know aren't necessarily like very similar but it's just uh it's still dreamy but it's a little darker and very sorrowful but like beautifully written lyrics um a lot of acoustic guitar um some kind of sad piano in some of the tracks but i know you do it's it's a fall album guys uh, but my favorite tracks are the first two. The first one is Fall, and it's uh, it's an acoustic guitar kind of song. But the second one, Prayer for the Dying, is a little bit uh, like Nico Case and even more so like Patsy Cline. And I'm, I'm really loving it as it gets colder and the yeah. days get shorter. We've just had a totally... Like a completely change in the weather. So yes, do you do you listen to music seasonally? Um, 
I think, yeah, I kind of listen to... You're like, I don't listen to music. Well, first of all, I don't listen to any music. I am? Jesus. (laughs) I I can't stand it. As uh, I talked about many times and established on this program, on this very program. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think I will sometimes, uh, depending, you know, like I'll listen to Christmas in July and (laughs) Halloween in... February? Yeah, February... (laughs) Uh, no, I, I, I'll, uh, I am totally seasonal. Um, I have playlists based on like seasons and I do like winter of like 2015. Uh, I just have them by year and I'll, I'll go through and listen to them, but I do. There are certain albums that just remind me of fall. I Mm -hmm. think I am completely transported back to where I was in my life when I hear certain music. And it makes me nostalgic all the time, even if it wasn't a particularly good time in my life. Yeah, I I can see that. And if they invented some sort of smell music, I think that'd be (laughs) That'd be even even better. better. But since they haven't yet, we have to rely (laughs) on music for a little while. And smells a little bit less. But uh, (laughs) I I agree. Um, I mean, I, I guess I do and i just wasn't thinking about it that much i was just last week i I was talking about listening to summer bands to try to stretch my summer out as long as i can it's 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 gonna end and just a week later now we're talking about fall because it it just totally switched well but you know what fall's great i love fall so much are you too it's perfect for sleeping and that's all i do don't listen to any music. You don't? No. You just I, sleep all the I time? I just sleep all the time. <laughs> it's just like, you want to open your windows at night, it's like 55 degrees or something. It's like the yeah. best, the best. Instead of fucking 90 degrees or whatever the... F- uh, oh, God, it was horrible. I know. Last week, bad. Yeah, it can't breathe. No. Uh, what is popping with you? Okay, so, some pop. there's some popping stuff. <laughs> popping fresh. Off, fresh off the popping fresh. I have seen two movies this past week and i was pretty disappointed in the behavior of some of these movies oh boy no uh, (laughs) i that i was pretty disappointed in you young man young man being hell or high water i was gonna say i'm a woman (laughs) (laughs) um i went to see hell or high water and i went to see our little sister and so they're both very different films i'm glad i'm talking about them at the same time and saw them the same week because they are really interesting contrasts to each other. I saw Hell or High Water first, and I was going into it, you know, with the notion that it would be sort of a neo-Western, and it was. However, I thought it was kind of heavy-handed in the way it dealt with some tropes of the genre. What the plot is is that these two brothers are going and robbing a specific bank because their mother's farm has a lien on it and it's going to be foreclosed on and so they need to raise money to to get it back so they're going and stealing from that particular bank to stick it to the fucking bank man mr (laughs) bankman Uh, mr vinkman um the ghostbuster and (laughs) so they're stealing from these banks but a number of times in this movie they like say basically that we're sticking it to the bank they like come out and say it and like I am not a big fan of when movies tell you the basic parts of the plot that are like, but I thought the, the, the strongest parts of this film were so the cinematography. They had a lot of space, and what was amazing and devastating about this film 
was how the moods that and the emotions that were running through the two two brother characters were reflected in the environment and the way that they this is taking place in Texas and primarily in Texas and the environment has been devastated by oil and cattle grazing and so they show you these industrial wastelands and these dry scrub brush that's like been either overgrazed or uh, all of the oil has been pumped out or you know most of it in certain places and then entire towns become ghost towns or you know because they're and then the people who are left behind are living in these environmentally hazardous living conditions because of of the oil industry and they don't have any way to make a living and it's it's really hard and so i understand and i i sympathize and i like that as a basic premise as a great premise and i it's indicative of what were the way that the banks have fucked over people you know in the last decade or so um especially and i loved that aspect and it was all doom and gloom in the environment i was just like oh oh my god this is depressing because the the environment is completely devastated in a lot of these shots and people don't have hope and i thought that that even though it's very dark and gloomy was a great part of the film if they had centered more on that and less on reiterating the plot that they're getting back at these banks too you know too heavy-handed i thought it would have been a, a better film um so i recommend it for that but to me a better a much better neo western is no Country for Old Men, which is a fantastic movie. Oh, and no. You, you don't think so? I don't like that movie. Okay. I'm so sorry. Hey, listen, I watched it. The first time I watched it, I was like, eh, it was all right. The second time I watched it, I liked it more. And the third time I watched it, I've just been riding high on that that cool, cool, uh, what the fuck's that guy's name? Uh, Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that movie. But... You know what? That, that's different. another one of those things where I'm like, how do I not like this? Please explain to me. It's Coen <laughs> Brothers. The acting is amazing. It is. I, God, yeah. I've tried it a few times and I don't know what it is about it. All I can say is that it's grown on me. Okay. A lot. I understand it might not be for everyone, but I, I, I love that movie. Um, yeah. And that also use, it makes use of... The environment in a great way and it has mm-hmm. huge spaces both of these movies had you know you're looking it's like big sky country you think of that as like i think that's fucking montana or something but like the west is like wide open spaces you have this sort of freedom that you get that's less cross claustrophobic than some you know than if you were in a city you know you couldn't have these huge wide open vast spaces mm-hmm. and you wouldn't have these great panoramic shots and you wouldn't have these huge car car chases and and scenes where they're traveling you know 400 miles to get to the next major city texas is fucking huge and so you know they they do use the environment i thought really well in in both movies i thought a little bit better in in no country for all men but they're both great at that and so for the other movie (laughs) our little sister i found myself thinking i loved the way they incorporated the environment into the way they told the story of these three 
women who discover that they have a sister, a half-sister, whom their father had in another part of Japan uh, with another woman. And she is like 15 years old in this. And they're, they're just finding out that she, she's there. And so they go to meet her and her mother has died. The three sisters um, take on her, take uh, Suzu on as a charge. And, you know, as almost like it's their shared daughter but you know she's like 15 years younger than the eldest and i wasn't sure where it was going and uh, i initially i was like i'm not sure i i like this movie in the first few acts because they were very they ended it as like chapters and mm. i wasn't sure where it was going exactly but the more that we watched and the more that we sort of read through the chapters of it of this story uh I was like, this is really beautiful. Uh, You're getting a better sense of the characters and they really start opening up in in amazing ways and really emotionally complex lives that you just, I love the way they did that and they didn't just introduce you to these characters like you knew them. It takes time to know people and the way that they use the passing of time and reflect that in the environment of this film is amazing. They talk a lot about the landscapes. They talk a lot about the cherry blossoms making plum wine and how it was very cold in this particular season. Or, you know, you could see it reflected in the landscape where the passage of time wasn't stated, but you could see it written in the environment around them. And I thought that was a really interesting way of showing the passage of time and connecting all of these complex lives to the environment and to really grounding it and I'd recommend it. So that was Our Little Sister and Hell or High Water. And so, yeah, you can, I don't know, you can you can skip Hell or High Water unless you're really into that sort of thing. But Our Little Sister is great. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what's popping with me this week. Oh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you would like to check out our blog, we're at addpopcast.tumblr.com. Um, you can listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah. And email us at addpopcast at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Send us your movie suggestions, please. Yeah, please do. Like, we want to, we want to hear the movies that you watched. We want to watch them. Or, you know what? I don't think we've said this previously, but, like, any pop culture recommendations that we should check out. Yeah, that's a good point. I, yeah, send us... Send us your suggestions. We've got Facebook. Yeah, like us on Facebook. Yeah, please do. Uh, for ADD Podcast, I'm Blake Hartnagrich. I'm Alex Bowman. Thanks for listening, yeah, you guys. Every, every, everyone who would listen to this. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.